What is going on? Welcome to Pub Sports Talk, episode 109. We got Reverend Father Fitz up in the building, Tim Dr. Farner in the house, and the one, the only, best stash and hair mane in the game, hands down, number 35 in your program, number one in your heart, baby, Kirby Cotto. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, dude, thank you so much for hopping on. We have been huge fans of what you guys have been doing up in Knoxville and Tennessee, and uh, especially you coming out, relieving games, and just leaving your stamp out there this season. I love it, dude. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was, it was definitely a fun season. Yeah, you guys, I mean, fun doesn't even begin to describe it. Uh, outside world is calling you the bad boys of baseball. It seemed like you guys kind of leaned into it a little bit, but in reality, it looks like you guys are just having fun out there. And to me, that's what it's all about. It's college sports. It's having fun with your dudes. It looks like you guys live that up to the T. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, everybody calls us the villains. Um, you know, that's <laughs> and the bad boys of baseball. But, uh, you know, we just, well, I guess we took that and ran with it. So, um, <laughs> you know, that people called us classless, but it's okay. Dude, like, yeah, I don't get the classless thing. It, to me, it's just you guys having fun, and you're painted as, like you said, the villains. And you guys, hey, you want to call us that? Fine. We'll show you a villain, and we're going to win while doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got the villain called, and, and then all of a sudden we get uh, hats made for it, and, you know, we're we're <laughs> rocking the hats, and then now they start selling them in the ball shop and alumni hall and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I know it's – they say we're classless just because we're trying to have fun. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't get it. And me and Tim have been huge advocates for like some baseball needs a light. They need like some juice put in them. And watching you guys play ball this season was like everything we wanted to see out of baseball. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we were we tried to, you know, make it enjoyable for all the fans and stuff. And, you know, it's really good because the fans are there to support us. Uh, you know, it was awesome to be there and be in the moment like that. And with this team, it was so special just because, you know, they were, you know, we were more of a family um, than some of the past few years. And, you know, it, it really showed that, you know, like say we hit a double and they uh, drew and all of them did their celebration, you know, in the postseason, you see all of us outside of the dugout, we we're celebrating with them and, you know, just supporting him and having his back. Dude, Absolutely. Uh, well, before we dive too much into this season, let's rewind the clock a little bit. Let's talk about where you come from. You're a South Crackalacky kid. We love to see that. We're from North Carolina. And uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you once threw a little perfect game in high school. Is that right? Uh, no, I was actually one pitch away from a perfect game. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm so, that's on me, Kirby. Bad, bad investigation. <laughs> no, it's okay. I do have a perfect game in my career, um, but I was eight, so. Uh, hey, it counts, baby. Hey, wow. I got a picture frame to go with it, so you know it works. Heck yeah, uh, but, dude! And yeah. you didn't walk anybody? No walks. Man, as an eight-year-old, that that's a tough task. That's cold blood. Oh yeah, a lot of strikeouts and a lot of kids getting hit by pitches. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! All right, so I'm guessing you played baseball your pretty much entire life. Since you could walk and run a little bit, you were playing baseball. Uh, yeah, there's a picture in my, uh, my grandma's house of me when I was 18 months old with a baseball bat. Cause my brothers, um, who are older than me, both played baseball and my dad was their coach. So, you know, I was always at the baseball field with them. 
And so basically I was just always had a bat and a ball with me wherever I went. Dude, I love to hear that. That's awesome. Um, you know, you, you, you come through, I'm, you didn't always live in South Carolina, right? You had moved there. Did I read that right? Yeah, I, uh, I was, yeah, I lived in John City, Tennessee for 12 years. And then, uh, my dad got a new job in, in Missouri. So me and my mom and my dad packed up and went up to Missouri and then, uh, spent, lived there for about three and a half years, three years. And then we moved down to South Carolina. Dang, man. So you guys just all over the place, just going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that even before I was born, my parents moved around in Georgia and stuff. So my, my dad's a pastor. So, um, you know, you just never know what, what God's going to lead you. And, you know, it's, it's taken us many places and led us to many different people that we've met along the way. And, you know, it's really good because, you know, you make these friendships with these people and, you know, uh, just being able to know that they're there for you and they're one call away, it really helps. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. My dad's a pastor too, Curbs. Oh, yeah. Kirby. PK. <laughs> yeah, PK. I hate, I hate the term PK, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Kirby, now you're going to go in the family business or are you thinking other, other ventures in life? Uh, no. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I used to actually be terrible at public speaking. Um, I used to get really nervous, um, but no, I'm no, I'm not yeah. going to be a pastor. Yeah, at least okay. not that I know of. Yeah, yeah. You never know where God takes you. You never know. Nope. Hey, that's that's really cool. Growing up, did you play any other sports or was it only baseball? Uh, yeah, I played football and basketball. Um, I played one year of soccer just because I couldn't play baseball for the school, so I played soccer. To a little get conditioning okay. in. I scored four goals. Um, I'm actually undefeated in my soccer career. Hey, um, let's go. But, um, yeah, that's about it. Football and baseball. And that's about it. Football, baseball, basketball. Hey, that's cool. That's really cool. Did you play all three kind of growing up, even through high school a little bit? Yeah, I didn't play. Uh, I didn't play football my senior year. Um, I moved to Blacksburg, South Carolina. Um, and at halfway through my junior year and they ran a whole entire different complete offense than I did in Missouri and I didn't want to get hurt so I just basically said I'll just work on basketball and baseball and my base the my baseball coach in Missouri in Blacksburg was the football uh offensive coordinator and he said that's perfectly fine with me if you just want to play baseball hey so. yeah dude absolutely don't risk anything uh, I'm sure you're already pretty much committed to Tennessee by that point right yeah, I committed my – I was committed my summer of my sophomore year of high school. Oh, nice. Good deal. That kind of takes some pressure off you those later years, and you just kind of relax and play the game now. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, what sold you on Knoxville and the Vols? You know, Coach V, he's an electric personality. Uh, you know, as a, as a PK, as a pastor's kid, you know, he says a lot of four-letter words that maybe – some people wouldn't agree with, but to me, he's, he's electric. He seems like a great coach to coach, uh, to play for, but what so, what sealed you the deal? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I've, I've known coach V since he was at Missouri. Um, I went to a baseball camp and he was actually one of the guys that was there actually, uh, gave me his phone number and was like, Hey, you need to contact this dude at some point, uh, throughout your career in high school. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll just take it and, you know, maybe, maybe contact him a few times. 
Um, but once he finally got the job, um, I sent him something out. It's like congratulations or whatever. And then the next day I'm playing at a tournament in Atlanta and I'm looking over and he's in a Tennessee hat and stuff like that over there watching me. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, it shows that he's, he's ready to be there and support us. Um, you know, recruiting is something that uh, we really strive for at Tennessee. Um, they're always out on the road, you know, trying to find the best players ever. So, uh, you know, just basically they knew that I was a, I was a good player. You know, I'd probably succeed at the highest level. And, you know, they, they supported me through that. So, and just basically being under Coach Anderson, um, you know, that we really don't – Coach Anderson saw a lot in me. Uh, he really didn't care how hard I threw. I didn't throw pretty hard. I mean, I threw about the same right now. Um, but all he cared about was throwing strikes with him and Coach B. And Coach A and Coach B, you know, they really just – they just want to know who's going to throw the most strikes and who's going to get the most outs. So it doesn't matter how hard you throw. It'd be, it'd be nice to throw as hard as Ben – uh, 105, but, uh, you know, Ben's built a lot different than I am. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's true. You got to get your strength and weaknesses and whatever's given to you. You got to take it. As long as you get strikes, that's the name of the game, right? Yes, sir. Now. So you went, you know, from Tennessee or from high school to Tennessee, you kind of go from a starting pitcher to more of a relief pitcher. Uh, was that a different, was that a hard transition for you? Um, yeah, you know, in high school, uh, I was always a starter. Um, the occasional I come in and relief, uh, basically to close out a game. But uh, no, I was basically a starter and then got to Tennessee and they're like, hey, uh, you're probably not going to start over Garrett Crochet, uh, Chad Dallas, and Chase Wallace. So uh, yeah, you're going to become a reliever now. So uh, yeah, I became a reliever and took the role with it and, you know, just ran. Uh, you know, it was, it was definitely uh, something I had to bite. Uh, definitely having to come out of the pen, but you know, you learn, you learn over it all, and you know, just basically go out there and you know, and God trusts me, and you know, it's okay. Yeah, dude, absolutely. And it seems like you've kind of really lived up this role, and you you were a major part of the success you guys have had, not just this season, but rewinding back from your sophomore and freshman year as well. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you know, freshman year was a little different. I in the fall, I broke my ankle. Um, mm. so, uh, it was hard to, you know, recovery and they didn't know if I'd make it back in time for season. Um, so I set out like the first two weekends, uh, of the, my freshman year and then finally got my chance to pitch in a midweek and then eventually made my chance to come in relief on a weekend and then COVID happened. So <laughs> brutal. Oh yeah, that was, it was really brutal. Um, but you know, it's. Maybe it's something good for us. Yeah, hey, absolutely. But I just can't imagine going through the rehab every single day. It's like, I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back. And then, bam, 2020 happened. But, uh, hey, it made you mentally and physically stronger, right? Yes, yes, it did. Good, good. Uh, boys, I don't want to steal the interview, so feel free to hop in there. I guess I can jump in. Uh, so, usually with our college we've – we've had a lot of college football players on. And I asked them their NFL ceiling and floor. But I'll ask you, Kirby, your MLB ceiling and floor, and, and I guess with pitchers. So which which MLB pitcher did you like aspire to be or that you kind of just you kind of put as kind of the height of your game or like even if you can reach it? 
and then your floor is kind of more attainable. It's kind of like which pitcher you're more um, that you kind of throw like, or or maybe like what kind of pitches are in your repertoire, in in comparison to other guys. Um, I think I have to say my ceiling. You know, I always wanted to be like a Chris Sale or Clayton Kershaw with a with a really good slider or a curveball. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I think I've I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of like a uh, like Daniel Norris. Uh, you know, he has a really good changeup, and you know, it works very effective off his fastball. So I think I, I think that's uh, that'd probably be my floor right there is Daniel Norris. And I also know him; uh, he's from Johnson <laughs> City, so that helps. <laughs> that's cool. That, that's a big help. Oh yeah. Did he go to your high school or neighboring school? No, uh, he played him and my brother, uh, my middle brother Kevin. Uh, they played on the same travel ball team, and they were in the same conference. Jeez. So nice, it's powerhouse. Cool. They oh, have yeah. to face each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there is a funny story that um, when they were playing each other in like the conference tournament or whatever, um, Daniel always Daniel knew that Kevin wouldn't swing at the first pitch. So Daniel knew that he wasn't going to swing, so he threw him a fastball, and Kevin knew that also that. He was just going to take Kevin, Kevin unleashed <laughs> on the fastball first pitch and oh, hit a grand oh, slam or something like that. Dude. So that's hilarious. <laughs> playing checkers, he's playing chess. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> All right, Kirby. Uh, I was reading up on you, and one thing that really piqued my curiosity was the Vol Leaders Academy class. Um, I was hoping you could dive a little bit into that and give us a little bit of background of that. Yeah, so um, Vol Leaders, uh, it's a it's an academy that we have uh, through Tennessee Athletics. Um, so you have to be nominated um, either from a Vol Leaders alumni or a one of your coaches. So you have to go through a interviewing phase uh, where you sit down with the the uh, teachers of the academy, and they will like interview you, and you have to pass the interview and do stuff like this but usually if you if you are uh you're usually recommended uh if you're highly talked about by your coaches or like the ball leaders alumni you know you got a pretty good chance of getting in uh, but you know in the class you uh it's for a full semester so the first half and the second half and the first half is you're basically you're in the uh, classroom learning all about like leaderships how you can how you can lead, how you can use your sport as a vehicle to help you lead throughout the community, throughout your team, um, basically anywhere. Um, just how you're able to use the sport and how you're able to use your your leadership abilities to um, help you in the future. And then um, in the second half, um, you go, we usually do like some, uh, what's it called? Uh, interactions um so we'll play like games and stuff because in the summer you will take a trip um i know this year they are going to rwanda um and then last year we went to belize my cohort did we went to belize and we were able to serve down there not really serve but use our leadership skills and you know just basically interact with the with the people there and you know just show how we use our sport as a vehicle 
and it's last year we had 19 different sports. So all the sports in the athletics have either two people or three people from each sport. And so like baseball, I think this year they had three um, people in the, in the cohort. So basically, you know, just those three guys will try to lead us um, as a team. You know, usually it's either sophomores or juniors. We've had a few freshmen in there. But, you know, just basically you'll go in in the second semester and you will play uh, like games that you would use. Like you come up with games yourself, like as a group, you'll get split into groups. You come up with games that you can use leadership skills and how you will use them on the trip. So, you know, it's really fun. Uh, the trip was amazing. I loved every single minute of it. Um, and, you know, just being able to interact with the kids over there and the organizations, you know, it was really amazing to be able to do that. And I, I'm so glad I got the opportunity to do it. Man, that's, yeah, that's incredible. I, I'm looking at the list, uh, you know, your cohort, you got volleyball, football, men's, women's, tennis, swimming, like there's, just in that, in your group alone, you have a variety and perspective of so many different sports and finding ways that you can, you know, I kind of look at it like mentoring. We have a lot of co collegiate athletes that have been on the pod and, and the ones that really say they want to give back to their community and mentor young athletes and young kids. I think that's awesome. And it, it's really cool that Tennessee has kind of established this program to really kind of put those two worlds together. So that's really awesome of you, man. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And, you know, you never know who's going to be in your cohort. Um, like my cohort, when we went to Belize, uh, we had Alante Taylor, who just got drafted by the uh, Saints. And then we Dang. also had – I'm trying to think who else was this. Uh, I mean, we had – we got all different. Josiah James Jordan was in my cohort. Um, and you know you got Trey Smith who played for the Chiefs. Um, I mean you got all you got all different kinds of people who are in in of all leaders academy, and you know it's really good to see that these people are, you know, making making a life out of themselves and you know using their leadership skills uh, in their future. Thank you. That's great, man. That's awesome. Deb, you got anything for Kirby? Yeah, man. I just want to say like a. Uh, uh, First time I kind of got you on my radar was uh, through the Pitching Ninja. Uh, that guy, I think it was uh, it was like a compilation of like all the stuff you had. Um, and it's, you got like a ton of nasty stuff. I'm guessing the one that I saw was like a two-seamer. Uh, I want to say it was a slider and maybe a, a curveball. Uh, what, what is, what's like your full uh, pitching scope? Like what's all uh, Yeah, pitches? so I throw a – um, I got a four seam, uh, just a regular, regular four seam. And then, uh, throughout the season, I had a two seam. Uh, I know in that video I had a two seam, uh, but then I started, I started changing and throwing a sinker cause I thought it played very well off my changeup, which I also have. And then I got a curveball and then a slaughter. Dang, that's, <laughs> that's a ton of pitches, man. No, I think uh, the sinker was, I think, the one I couldn't figure out. I'm not sure if it was in the video or not. But uh, I guess piggybacking off that question, is there what, is there a pitch that you wish you had in your repertoire to mm. uh, just uh, kind of add to it? 
Um, you know, I wish I had a fastball that I could throw above 90 miles per hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I can throw a knuckleball. Uh, I got a pretty good one, but, you know, I'm always scared to throw it. You know, it, like in a false scrimmage, I'll mess around and throw it. Um, but, you know, it's – no, I wish – I wish I was able to throw uh, something other than an 88-mile-an-hour fastball, but. <laughs> hey, it works, man. That, oh, yeah. That thing has a ton of, ton of run on it. I, mean, I just watched that video. I was like, good gosh. Like, I would never be able to. <laughs> I'd never even do, do anything with that. But you ever throw, a fork, crazy. I've never you ever throw a fork ball? Um, Sorry, jumping in there. No. Um, I wish I could throw a splitter, uh, but I have tiny hands. So uh doesn't really help. It kind of just doesn't it doesn't split, it just spins. So. <laughs> it's just a slow fastball. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh we always put people on the hot seat. So if you're ready, Kirby, we're gonna put you on the hot seat. Kind of first answer that comes to mind. We're just gonna riddle through them. All right. All right, we're gonna start with two listener questions, both coming from Andrew Price. Uh any razor company, NIL deals coming up for you? Um, no. Uh, I'm on shaving, so uh, yeah. no razors. Okay, I, I mean, even like the chin or cheek. Anyways, all right. Uh, team no razor. Yeah, team no razor. I like. It. I'm here for it. Uh, is there any nil deals you're working on? Uh, yeah, you know, I got a lot of nil deals. I got one with uh, Chinook Seedery, um, the best seeds ever. Um, I have one out of a. Uh... Oh, they froze on us. Froze. The the cliffhanger. I know. Maybe we have a uh, – maybe we'll come back. Fingers crossed. But, dude, so far, yeah, I'm so pumped to have Kirby on. It's been a good interview yeah. so far. And Tennessee baseball, I've, you guys know me. I've sunk my teeth in them. I'm all in. We got to gotta get Kirby to unveil the stash. He's like he, – he's been, like, kind of hidden under the uh, – yeah, <laughs> it's, like like it's like an unbox or, like, an unveil. <laughs> We're just keeping the, the listeners guessing. It's a powerful stash. Looks good. <laughs> Yeah. The stash is coming back. I, I feel like ever since uh, Top Gun, it's it's really coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I wish I could grow one. I never could. I can barely grow. It looks just, it looks awful. But a lot Tim, I, I could see Tim with the stash. Thank you. Thank you, Fitz. Yeah. I I'm going to be it. growing one soon. I'm going to let the. Once I get can get the hair into the man bun, then I'm growing the stash. Yeah, and then just do the dance to take my breath away. The... Oh my lord! <laughs> oh my god! Kirby, any oh. luck? In, can you hear us? Hey, sorry, I lost oh. connection. Hey, you're good, brother. It happens, man. We we adapt. We were just talking about your stash, and we we're all envious <laughs> of it. So we're good. Thank you, thank you. Uh, all right, so you got the seed deal going on. What else? What else you got going on? Uh, better mattress. Um, Gotta company out that. of out of Knoxville, and then uh, Ham and Goodies, uh, known for lemon cookies. <laughs> uh, kiss. They're amazing. Um, let's see. Uh, have shirts out of Alumni Hall and Ball Shop. Yeah, um, you're rocking the hat, right? Uh, yeah. So this was actually team issued uh, oh, from Coach nice. V himself. Heck yeah. So it's got Smokey and he's tossing the ball. That's sick. That's pretty uh, awesome. I can't think of any other any other NIL deals right now. Um, hey, 
Any, uh, any promo codes you want to plug in there real quick? Let's get, let's get Kirby some money here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you go to Hammond Goodies, uh, you can get, uh, I think it's $3 off your purchase if you use Kirby, Th- Kirby 35 uh, for a box of cookies. Let's go. They're amazing. Just letting y'all know. They, they ship I, out anywhere? They ship anywhere. Let's go. So, uh, if I, I recommend either lemon cookies or the uh, new strawberry ones. You had me sold. Yeah. It's summer season. I need both of them, so I'm sold, Kirby. Okay, go for it. I love it. Okay. I hear, I'm hey, here what, for it. What flavor of these seeds are, are we recommending here? Oh, uh, you know, my bro- my brother just asked me about the seeds. Uh, he goes, what flavor should I try? Uh, I'm a big Parmesan pepper. Um, it's really uh, good. Uh, Jalapeno <laughs> Ranch has a little tang to it. Uh, so does Smokehouse Barbecue. Um, honestly, all the flavors are really good. Hatch chili tastes like queso, so if you if you really like queso, <laughs> hatch chili is the place. Oh my gosh, All right. that's like Devin's dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just gonna buy like the the sampler. Yeah, seems like the way to do it. Uh, all right, three more quick questions for you. I know you got to bounce. Do you know all the words to Rocky Top? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Okay, we're not gonna make you sing it. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. uh, favorite all-time Tennessee baseball memory. Um, I would have to either say the uh, SEC tournament when we won the championship, or uh, when Drew hit the home run last year against nice. Wright State. Heck yeah, dude! Um, if they're making a Kirby Connell movie and you can't play you, who's playing you? Uh, Sam Elliott. Oh, yeah, yeah that oh ready, God, ready yeah. to go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. The only person that could pull off the mustache. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> I love it. Uh, boys, any other hot seat questions for Mr. Kirby? Cool, man. Kirby, we can't thank you enough for hopping on. Uh, I've got your two Instagram handles down there Volley Fingers and Kirby Connell35. Go give him a follow, give him a like. Uh, I got to ask, though, what's up with the two Instagram, two, Insta- uh, two Twitter? Accounts uh on. yeah so um basically all of our uh so the kirby connell is my instagram um okay. and then i was given the name volley fingers because i kind of look like raleigh fingers um so we kind of do on volley fingers we know we make purchases we do uh like shout outs on events and stuff that i've gone to and stuff like that so um you know you can you can buy stuff off there you just got to dm them uh, we got shirts, we got hats, uh, we got all different kinds of shirts. Uh, we got jerseys, and we have, uh, I think we have some jerseys too. So, Ooh. yeah, we, we, we're trying to make a little money out of it. So, hey, let's do it, guys. Go buy them out. Uh, go check them out. Kirby, I can't thank you enough for hopping on. You're welcome back anytime, dude. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hit you up later. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Kirby. I see you, man. Great to meet you. Hey, one heck of an interview right there. Great guy. Yeah. World class. World freaking class. I I wish we had him on for another hour. We could probably ask him a thousand more questions because that Tennessee Mm -hmm. baseball season was, ah, maximal. Electric. Electric, yeah. Uh, I really want to ask about Jordan Beck flicking off the ball, like what's his initial thoughts, Mm -hmm. but ran out of time. We'll we'll Mm -hmm. circle back to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next week. Might have a special guest or the week following App State's men's basketball coach, Coach Kearns, might be joining the pub. Taking the stairs.
So big fans of that. <laughs> uh, Fitz, we started this podcast, and I've got to apologize because it's not every day that it's our boy's birthday. Happy birthday, Fitz! And I was saving it too. You know, I didn't want to steal our buddy Kirby's Thunder, but I saved my birthday beer for the pod. Let's go, oh, baby. Evening hey. Joe. Good beer. Cheers to you. Yeah, we're going with Lil Kataba Evening Joe. No free what shout outs, but I just, like a, I just gave it a free shout out. It's a nice coffee it like blonde. A it's a coffee blonde. Mm. Yo, Tim knew that exactly. Good. It's a coffee blonde. It, it's, it's a good very pick. Good. It's six point five percent. You'll see the color is very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a nice light color there. <laughs> Ooh, that is light. It's a lot lighter than I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought that thing was going to be like uh, chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's <laughs> it's decent. Sweet, smooth, vanilla. That's mm. there. That's the trademark there. Or the I like it. Slogan. Uh, we've also been starting with a random sports fact. I got one ready if you guys don't have one. All right. We're going to lay it on it. I don't know. Think back to like fan bases. Okay. What's the worst thing a fan base could do to get inside an opposing player's head? Throw beer on the field. Throw beer on the field. Okay. I like it. That, I don't know if that's going to put it get in a player's head, but that's probably the worst thing you can I do. I mean, it definitely gets in Ron Artest's head. So that's a good Talk one. about <laughs> the player's mom. Oh, player's mom. I like it. Mm. We're, thinking more, a, we're thinking more mm. diabolical here. Hold their go, wife and kids up for ransom? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too far. We got to find the middle ground. <laughs> Although Escobar is a big USC fan over here. Oh, my God. All gosh. right. Rewind the clock to 2006. So it's a little bit more of an innocent time. USC basketball is gearing up. It's March. They're about to play their crosstown rival, UCLA, here. And they've got a stud on the roster named Gabe Pruitt, going to be a future NBA pick, play for the Boston Celtics. Not much in the NBA, but he's an NBA talent. Uh, Gabe Pruitt is a single man. It's college. This is back in AOL days. A little AIM was going on, a little mm. AOL instant messenger. He gets a message from UCLA, let's see, uh, babe, Bruin, babe, something. I can't remember the exact name of the IM count, but Bruin he's sold. babe 69. Yeah, something like that. Oh or no, it's a uh, beautiful <laughs> Bruin, babe, something like that. Mm. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> uh, so he gets a message, they hit it off. He exchanged phone numbers with this girl, even pictures of him flexing the mirror and wearing a UCLA jersey. Now, remember, he plays for USC. Uh, so he's like, hey, we'll meet up at the party after the game. Cool. He goes out there. As soon as he steps on the court, people are chanting his name. They're chanting the fictitious character in AIM messenger name. Uh, and they're chanting his phone number out there with oh signs that say, call me, Gabe. They catfish him. This is the original. Uh, hey, the original situation. catfish. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. So the absolutely worst scenario, he like goes for like three for 16, six points and 16 turnovers. The worst he ever played. UCLA destroys the Trojans out there. Rough scenario for our boy Gabe. Yeah. Uh, so this leads me to my question. What, how could, is this too far for fans? Or do you think, ah, you know what? That's all good fun. Maybe it's not all that bad. I, I think the only thing there would be maybe the phone number. I think that's a little – like I mean, obviously, it's not like a huge, huge ordeal, but 
man. That's yeah. brutal. I feel like the line gets drawn at like doxing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's cool to like mess with them and like I would like blow up the pictures of him flexing in the mirror and everything. Yeah, yeah, they did that as well. Yeah, like like personal info. That's okay. You're you're getting into legal he's, territory there. He's gonna he's gonna get swatted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Oh god. I don't know. This reminded me of the Monte Teo thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know it. if that was I don't know if that was like a geared by a fan like necessarily like trolling but i mean that was a crazy thing that happened like a you know one of the top players in college football and everyone in the world knew oh my gosh he he got catfished by a by a make-believe girlfriend on the internet it's just crazy it's just yeah. mind-boggling what it, what a time Twitter. the yeah so like for gabe Good timing on your part, dude, because if this is Twitter age, people don't forget that shit. This has yeah. been kindly forgotten. Like, we all remember Teo. But, oh, mm. man. Yeah, absolutely I, harsh. The, the only other thing I'm wondering in that, that scenario is, you get fucking 16 turnovers? Why are you not getting pulled? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Throw in the towel. Pulling a Brucey. Had too much popcorn. Too much popcorn. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Also, shout out to the students. To to get a bunch of drunk college students to chant the same thing, that's a hard feat. But to get them to chant a full phone number, I don't know how you do that. That's impressive. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. pretty wild. It kind of reminds me of a story of J.J. Redick. I don't know if you guys heard it. Like When he had played Maryland, he had to like change his phone number like 12 times his junior year because they kept getting a hold of his phone number and call him like every 10 minutes just on oh a loop gosh. all night long gosh, uh, somebody was that. either working for verizon as a spy or <laughs> one of his teammates just freaking hated him <laughs> selfish son of a bitch yeah all right so that's that's a random sports fan of the game uh it seems like all have kind of cleared the water here. There's no hard feelings there from Gabe Pruitt or any anybody else. Uh, you just, man, shout out to that UCLA fan for doing that, but maybe a little shame on you at the same time. I'm kind of torn. I'm proud, but also a little disappointed. You, you live and you learn. You learn that Bruin Babe 503 is, is probably <laughs> not a real account. Yeah. And, and you're like, well, too good to be true. You think with a name like that too, you'd be like, this is suspicious. <laughs> but we we're more innocent in 2006. It was an innocent time. Honestly, the, 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 the work that went into that is, is more impressive than anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to have like pictures ready on standby of this girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's like class one murder. Like that's premeditated. <laughs> <laughs> now it was said that the person, the same person did this to multiple athletes, but Gabe was the only one that really took the bait hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's probably why he didn't pan out in the NBA. Let's just be honest. <laughs> like it's just not very bright. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Let's stay with a little college baseball here. Uh, we've got to get a shout out. I thought I had jinxed them. They came out swinging, swept Oklahoma in the finals. Old Miss is your champions of baseball. Uh, pretty impressive story. They get beat in the first round of SEC. They're the last team into the playoffs, and yet they're the ones holding up that trophy at the end of the day. So pretty impressive by those cats. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Uh, you know, to me, I don't know about you guys, but true underdog story. I don't think anybody had them on the radar. 
I didn't really start looking at them until the Super Regionals. I'm like, oh, man, these guys are they're, they're hot. They're dicing. They're rolling right now. And uh, they didn't disappoint. So with you guys, how do you rate them as an underdog? You said they're like the lat, the what the 16th seed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the very last team at in. So the 64th Man, team. That's, that's pretty high. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's pretty insane. Like I know our like top like top tier is like App State being Michigan. How does this relate to that? You know. Well, I'm thinking well, of it like for a national championship. So that yeah yeah so we're topping it. Yeah, I mean there's still SEC baseball. Um, I feel like it's when a team gets in the NCAA tournament and it's like when Oregon wins the Pac-10 or the Pac-12, even though they're, even though the season they may not get in, but they like win the the Pac-12 and then they're the 12th seed and they make a run or, or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, now it is almost, they went all the way. So it's up there, but I also am like, ah, I don't know if that's, if it's that crazy that they got hot at the right time. And even talking to Jeremy Dowdy last week, you know, he I think he kind of shared just kind of like, you know, college baseball is just so interesting because some kid can just have the game of his life and just pitch, pitch like an insane game. So you never really know. It's like even though like UT was number one, you know, it's so hard to be the favorite. And we've talked about that on here for weeks. Is it's hard to be the favorite and and run all the way in college baseball. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know how crazy it is. It's crazy, but I think there's a lot of swings that come into play with with college baseball. Okay. Well, I also think that like baseball is just a sport in general where I feel like the underdog has like the greatest chance of of like overcoming anything. Like, because I mean, like like you said, any given day in baseball, a player could have the game of their life or whatever, and mm-hmm. there's no guarantees in baseball. Like it's mm-hmm. Like that's why the Yankees don't. They have a ton of World Series, sure, but that's why the Yankees don't win it every year. They've got the best team, but they don't always come out. That's a good point. That's a real good point. Tim, look like you're deep in thought over there. Uh, I think we need more dogs, <laughs> and um, I'm all for it. I think they did a great job. The, uh, the Ole Miss Rebels. Hey, the look Ole at Miss. you! Are they the Rebels? Yeah, yeah they are. They're trying to change the name of the Land Sharks because Rebels is kind of, you know, getting canceled out there. So they might switch to the Land Sharks. Fins up, baby. Fins up. up. I was thinking of asking Kirby how he felt about Peyton Manning watching them. And and now I'm thinking about Eli Manning's alum beat Peyton. Like, you know, took out the favorite. I don't know. Just once again, Eli coming out on top. Mm. Yeah. Hey, real quick. I don't have this up. On our script here, but Archie Manning going to Texas. Texas bat. Horns down. down. Mm. Big time. <laughs> I think it's sick. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I'm glad he very didn't surprising. follow their footsteps. Yeah. I see. I thought he was going to go Tennessee Ole Miss, but I'm with you, Devin. I'm like, man, you're getting your own path. You're forging your own way here. Shout out to you, dude. It, yeah. And they're joining the SEC, so he gets to play Tennessee and Ole Miss anyways. Oh, I didn't forget about that. Yeah, so by the time he's a sophomore, they'll be in the SEC. Mm. Horns up, baby. <laughs> horns, they got a lot of work to until do. otherwise. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> a horn down, horn up for the pub. 
Yeah. Uh, but hey, shout out to him. That's pretty cool. Moving on to professional baseball. Devin, I'm so glad you're here. We've missed you. God. And this week did not disappoint. <laughs> uh, baseball's fun again. That's why I'm calling this segment. Because there was a brawl. We had a UFC bench-clearing brawl against the Mariners and Angels this week. And it was uh, – it's everything I wanted in baseball. Yeah, I mean – A brawl. What was it like? <laughs> <laughs> not even the game, the brawl. Just, yeah, that's it. That's all I need. Uh, were there like 15 suspensions given out 12, today? 12 suspensions. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. I, I want to know, I, I'm not dove enough into the, the whole scenario, but I want to know what set Jesse Winkler off to go. It looked like he went after a coach. So, yeah. So, what happened was he gets hit by the pitch by Wentz. He's like, they were already warned, the coach was warned, hey, this is getting chippy. And it's only a second inning, which is that's even better to me. Like the game just began pretty much. I'm like, hey, watch it. Coach is sitting there going, hey, watch your own mouth. Like, yada, yada, let me handle my pitcher. That's what set him off. I got the video right here. Nope, wrong video. <laughs> One of these days I'll label it. <laughs> Careful with that thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, I can't nice All right, here it is. Just all the benches are clearing, man. And there are some haymakers oh getting gosh. thrown here. I mean, you get somebody on that railing right there, and you're just going. You might get a yeah, that's bike. not like a – I mean, typical baseball stuff is like everybody pulling everybody back, not like actual shit being thrown. Baseball's fun again. Yeah. It's like hockey. I don't know if my, don't know if my screen's just blurry. It looked like a swarm of bees. I mean, they were just like <laughs> going all over the place. That's really how it was. One of my favorite things about baseball brawls is all the pitchers like slowly jogging in. Like they don't, they don't ever do anything. Yeah. You can just see them in the back, like trotting along. It's just like I, I'm gonna get there. Oh, let me tie my shoe real quick. Hold on, hold on. No, I, I you know what? I, I'm here for it. I don't know what led to these moments. I need to do more investigation, more research into it. Because something have, has had to happen whether the day before, night before, a season before. I mean, hell, pitchers don't forget. Coaches don't forget these, like, petty things. So, I don't know what happened between Winkler and the Angels. It's it's the Mariners, right? And yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah. yeah so, the um, the Angels and the Mariners play, like, a ton throughout the season. Uh, and I'm sure there's just some bad blood from back when. I don't, I don't know what happened again, but. Uh, they play so much. There's no telling what's, what's happening. Meat wants right. to obviously be on the podcast today too. Get a meat. Hey, shout out to meat. Meat's like, meat's like baseball's fun again. Let me at him. <laughs> bite the kneecap. I only did baseball. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe. That. I don't doubt that at all. Uh, all right, that's all I have really for baseball. Unless you got something, Slate. I know it's been work's been crazy for you, so no worries. No, I mean, uh, I think the really the biggest thing. The craziest thing right now is just how the Mets have, have really turned around. Last year they were they're obviously better than the Orioles, but I mean they're they were kind of a mid tier team and they just they just really turned it on. Dude, um and that's without that's without Scherzer and um if I'm not mistaken, I don't think DeGraw's pitching either. So I mean two of their aces, I mean, it, it's insane how how much they've turned around. Also, Orioles are doing really good this year, so I can't really complain about baseball. I mean, 
really good considering, guys. Right. Hey, they're covering a lot of spreads, which I'm here for. Yeah. No, they they actually battled some this year, and actually, I'm actually proud of them. We won't, we won't get a we won't get a bid or anything because we're in the best damn league. I mean, you got the Yankees, Sox, the uh, Rays, the Blue Jays. I mean, dude, that's just, a good point. <laughs> we're always screwed. Yeah, there's not there's not much you can do there. Oh man, Cal Cal Rickman, get him back. Reverse time. You sold <laughs> oh, <now. God. laughs> Cool. All right, uh, Tim. I know you're ready for this, but before we get there. I got to postpone it. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the largest NIL deal was reached this weekend. $9.5 million to a 17-year-old. Was it the Oh, I see. The the Miami guy? Yeah, the Miami guy. Quarterback for future Miami. He's 17 years old, signed a $9.5 million contract, which is more than Trevor Lawrence's rookie deal, by the way. What the hell breaks down more? Yeah. So guys, Trevor Lawrence took it all his uh, rookie money and uh, cryptocurrency. And now it's not worth anything. Yeah. (laughs) You hate to see it. Uh, Jaden Rashada is his name. 17 years old. I mean, dude, I can't imagine if I was 17, you give me $9.5 million. I was happy when I got a hundred dollars in my bank account. I was like, Oh, big spending. You give me 9.5 million. You can't tell me. Nothing. How do we feel about this type of money being thrown out there? There were reports that he turned down eleven million dollars to go play for the Gators down in Florida. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, that, I don't know. Like, I definitely think athletes need to be paid, but I think there's gonna ha- they're gonna have to have some sort of um, rule against stuff like this in the long term. Um, I don't know what it would be, but that's that's pretty insane. I mean, he's not even not even played yet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's great, like an NIL cap. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and was was Wait, it so a donor was... or like was it a yeah. who was who was the guy that uh, backed it? So I can't find any details on who. I think it. I know Florida was supposed to be a board of of boosters, pretty much giving him eleven million. So I'd assume Miami's somewhat similar, unless Pitbulls yeah. like here's nine point five mil. Come work for my record label. Like I don't, I don't know. You know. Yeah, I think what I think that's kind of where I, I would I would draw the line. Like I don't, I don't feel like boosters and stuff like that need to be involved in these. Like if anything, it's just got to come out of like through the school. I mean, that sounds like it's like a, not even going to catch all of it. But I don't know. Like just a booster being like, dude, I really like this kid. He's coming here. I'm giving him nine million dollars. Like that just seems a little. <laughs> yeah, so you seems know. A like Phil Do you just Knight? buy a house like uh, in the college campus? Like you know they have like fraternity row. Like what if there's just like the athlete row where it's just like there's just four mega mansions on a hill? <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's to a seven year old. He hasn't he has no TMSU gear yet, but that'll be his house. Uh, that's QB two <laughs> next to him, RB one. Like ridiculous. I I think uh, kind of playing off to your point, Parker. I think. Ultimately, the NFL is going to step in and and do something to put some sort of stop get on this because, like you said, the biggest NFL or the college football prospect that came into the league and drafted number one overall made less than this guy. So, like, 
I think at some point, if we keep seeing this, and to Devin's point, I think we're going to see the NFL be that stopgate to be like, look, you're making, you're you're affecting our product here and our bottom line, and you know, that ain't flying. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what their reaction is. I I 100% agree with you, and I forgot to leave this fact in there. Um, He's only I know stars don't mean anything, chips don't mean anything. But he's only a four-star prospect, so he's not even a five-star prospect getting this type of money. Wow, he's a scrub. Dang. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not kidding. saying just that. Kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> this is going from a, a zero star, right? you know. Wow. I mean, seven or nine million dollars to go to a seven and five team, like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it must be God's grace to earth, right? I've never. I don't even know if this kid. But never even really heard of until this. So I, I hadn't either. So I, I don't know. You know, hopefully it works out for Miami. Tim, you brought up the NFL thing. I don't know if you guys saw this either. NFL Sunday tickets up for grabs. Um they're gonna add direct TV or dish pays one point five billion dollars for it. They want a hundred percent increase, which means they're gonna sell it for three billion. So Disney's up for grabs on it. Um I think Fox up for grabs. Uh, ABC, which I guess is Disney, Hulu, and Netflix, like all the streaming services in Amazon, are all up for like NFL Sunday ticket grabs for three billion dollars per season. Give it a hey. fucking Nickelodeon. Those are the only people that <laughs> oh. make, make, make the game worth a damn. Yeah, I don't know if they got three the, billion to spend that way though. I bet they make three billion euro in SpongeBob alone. <laughs> all right, you might get a point there. You might have a point. Yeah. Wow. All right, Tim, your shining moment here. Avalanche take home the championship. They beat Lightning in game six. It lived up to the hype. This is a great series. I know it didn't go to game seven, but honestly, all those games minus the 7-0 blowout were really entertaining games, and it all came down to that third period. I, I, I can't find a bad game there. Mikhail gets the MVP trophy and well-deserved. He's a young blood. He's a rookie. The Avalanche team is pretty young. They put on a show. I'm sorry, Smack Apparel and Jeff, we don't have a boat parade down there. But Avalanche, from the beginning of the season to now, they're the best damn team in the league, and they proved it every single night. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I was kind of glowing about it last week, but gosh, this series was – so fun to watch. Even the blowout 7-0, you were just like, they just scored seven goals. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. The whole series, like if you're a hockey fan, you got to love it. Um, the Avs, uh, it's kind of deep-seated in my family to hate the Avs just because coming from Detroit mm-hmm. uh, and the bad blood there. But I was pulling for the Avs. I wanted them to win. They are just so fun to watch. Um, yeah, I mean – it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Makar with the MVP, the playoff MVP. It, we talked, I talked a little bit about him um, and Miller a couple weekends or a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. We got some young talent coming in, and it's going to be fun to see these defenders who can put you on your ass and neutralize and at the same time score the puck. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is great hockey. Absolutely fits, Dev. Man, game four still hurts. Like the the second loss in overtime 
you know, because, you know, you lose game one in overtime, which was a thriller. But game four, I feel like Tampa controlled it like the whole way. And it just, you know, just power play goals kill you. And you play a team like Colorado, you cannot let them get numbers on you. It's just devastating. I think they were up 3-1. And then they let up a couple goals overtime. And, of course, the Avs winning in overtime. It's just like... Tampa, if you just win one of the overtime games, it's going to seven. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you're just and you're just hoping it can extend to seven. But yeah, Avs, no, they proved they proved they're a better team. They beat they beat the champs. I mean, you can't you can't argue against that. They, you know, they pretty much cakewalked through the entire playoffs, and then they just took down they took down Tampa. So. Pretty incredible. I, I know that people living in Colorado are are loving it right now. They love their hockey. Dude, they're living the high life in more ways than one, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I teased the video earlier. You hate to see this. You can't have it happen on championship, but within like 30 seconds of getting the trophy, they dent the trophy. <laughs> Goes in for the team pitcher and just bam slides right yeah. there dents the the bottom of the cup it'll buff out right they'll fix it they'll get it ready but hell of a yeah. recovery <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah for real yeah. <laughs> uh you know the mvp get first dibs at the trophy i love what they do with the stanley cup like every player gets their own day with the trophy we saw vetchkin when he just got what's beyond blackout like obliterated <laughs> with this right up Piss right up, yeah, yeah, as Matt would say. Uh, <laughs> I love what they do is just giving each player a day with the trophy. They can do whatever they want. They have handlers there, um, but the player's the only one allowed to touch the cup. And obviously, I'm sure there's some not-so-friendly things to do with the cup. Who knows? But drinking beer from it, that type of stuff, I, I love to see it. Oh, it's, so I meant to I meant to message y'all earlier. So my buddy who lives – and he lives near Denver right now. And the Avalanche page posted that Colorado brought home the cup. We're filling yours with championship ice. Limited edition beer made with shavings from the Avs championship ice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'd want that. Like, you know, I mean, you they, blood. Yeah, you dude, sweat, blood. They yeah. literally spit on the ice. Like you <laughs> watch the players and they're spitting on the ice. This is how COVID 3.0 starts. Yeah. Uh, Tim, you're holding up. Yeah. All this hell. Is, this is the weird. King. Tim, you get to keep wow. the Pickham's trophy. Wow. Thank you. How did Tim win? Applause. Hold the applause. Thank you. Hold on. How did Tim so, win? How did because Tim win? Tim got because the I goals. The... Tim got the goals. No. In the winning team, so you got three points to add to it. Because mm. I got the Avs and six. I nailed the Avs and six. I was curious who got goals. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm. What, what was the? How close was the goals pick? Because I was right on pace. I was getting a little it, too cocky about it. It was. It was within two goals. So he Dang. was. Yeah. Wow. So Tim ah, had. Tim was four goals away. It was thirty-six total goals. You were at 42. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, heartbreaking. Mm. Oh, man. Which, if you this, got goals, you just tied me. Oh, you know. Okay. This feels good, guys. Yeah. This feels really good. Um, oh. I'd like to thank everyone on the pub. 
Uh, I'd like to thank <laughs> I'd like to thank Barry here. Barry has been with me this whole time. You know, I doubted myself, and Barry would just put his bony hand on my shoulder and say, "You know, you got this." So uh, I'll be drinking from this tonight. Um, oh my gosh! So I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you for this mm-hmm. opportunity. <laughs> Really close. It was really close. Yeah, it was a great Pickums race. Uh, you know what? I, one, of, I'm curious. one of the best. Yeah, our next Pickums. Uh, I guess it would be what? Maybe baseball. World Cup. Oh, oh World Cup. World no, Cup. World Cups oh, in World November. Cup. World Cups in November. Damn it! Yeah, so it's be baseball. All right, Tim. Damn We're it! We're coming for it again. <laughs> you got to hold it for a little bit longer. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> I'll make it through baseball. <laughs> The Astros play every Astros, <laughs> Astros all the way. Oh man, well, that's good. Uh, real quick, the other two news I have, and people were talking about it on Twitter and stuff. Kyrie Westbrook, they thought they'd be moving, getting new homes. They're both picking up their last year, so Kyrie will stay in Brooklyn. Westbrook will stay in LA. Um, but that's really it. I don't really have much to say about it. I just, to me, I. They're not the greatest fits for their franchises, but they're still going to get paid for close to fifty million, if not more, for this last year. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, shoot, I'll, I'll opt in for that contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot, I guess I'll stick with this team for thirty to forty million. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Golly, what is me? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Sad. Well, for me. Yeah. Um. Well, anyways, guys, that's all I have for us. I guess we got a random question. Get out unless you guys got something. One quick parlay. Did y'all see, did y'all see Nutter Butter? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> this, so they posted yesterday, and it said, N is for the way you nut at me. <laughs> <laughs> It's real bad. Jeez. <laughs> Surely they knew what they were doing, right? Uh, you would think so, right? The their social account manager is oh either genius God. or he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 tweet right below it says, "Wait, what are you guys freaking out about?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they knew. Oh my goodness. Hmm. All right, uh, pub parlay. I forget. We finally have the four, the four guys we need. We were four close. horsemen. The four horsemen. We're real close. Yeah. And we have Devin to guide us in our baseball picks. And if they're oh, actually yeah. bad, I'm pulling. I'm pulling up. Uh, just give me a minute. I'll look up pitching rotations. So okay, give me a pick, and I'll uh, I'll tell you if it's good or bad. Yeah. Love see, that's it. what we need. I've we also need got buffer. only ten dollars left in my, my <laughs> bookie account. So, dude, you sound like me. Uh, yeah. It's a make or break for me. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been rough. I'm loaded. I got. I called Steph Curry winning MVP. I'm. Yeah, you called it I'm earlier up. too. I'm up. Yeah, I put it in before the playoffs and made like, I think I made like 170 off that. It's like real, real good odds. Hey, that's awesome. Uh, but I haven't put anything it last in. week. But I, I, I fudged. I, I fumbled the bag, guys. That was me. I picked the Atlanta sport, and I should never have done that. Thanks, Parker. Yeah, not, no <laughs> it's 
so salty. I know. I'm sure I cost us plenty of parlays. With that, so I can't yeah, well, be upset. Uh, so really, that. guys, all we have is some soccer, which very little soccer, and um, baseball. Unless I'm missing something. I guess a little UFC too, but I say we just flood it with baseball. Just go for it. For, yeah, for the month of July, just July baseball. Well, we, I say that, and Matt's going to do soccer picks, but <laughs> I'm feeling Saturday. I like Saturday. I feel Saturday. That's typically when. I think that's typically too when people are throwing aces, so that'll be a little bit easier to gauge if they're not up. Let's go. I'm ready. I mean, I, I'll I'll throw in one here. Uh, Devin, you can tell me if this is ill-advised. What do you think about Padres over the Dodgers? Saturday. It's at L.A. Uh, let's see. Oh, hang on. I was looking at the wrong one. Um, it's not bad because they're both very good. Uh, Tati's still out, I think. I look. think so. I just knew the Padres were doing. No, they were doing well. Yeah, I so think you have Snell on the mount, right? For Padres, possibly. Uh, potentially. Uh, but that means you're probably. Face and Kershaw. Um, I mean, I think it's I think it's a toss up. I like. Where's it at? L.A. It's in L.A. That's the one problem. Dodgers are pretty good at home. Mm. Yeah. Um. Screw it. Go for it. I think. What's the? Do you have odds on it yet, Parker? I don't. I don't have any odds on it here. Let's just see if there's a Padres Dodgers. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll be the they'll be the underdog for sure. So that's why that's why I was picking. It's plausible. They're three games back in the standings too. Yeah, and that or that, they're that would, no, it says one and a half games back on the Dodgers. So that could be. I like game. it. I like okay. it. Let's do it. I, I do get like the, it. I got the Devin approval. All right, so Padres. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I like Padres it. Saturday. Let's do it. I'm taking I'm, Houston over Los Angeles Saturday. They play the Angels? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Angels are – they were doing so great in the beginning. Now they're doing terrible. Now they're just beat up. Yeah. They're uh, they're actually in the power rankings, only a game above the Orioles, so good pick. That's a solid pick. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um <laughs> I'm going to go cards over Philly. Philly's so, been all types of bad shit going on right now. I think Wainwright's supposed to pitch for St. Louis. Yeah, Wainwright's disgusting. Uh, let's see. Phillies would pitch. I don't even know any of the Phillies pitchers. Don't I don't either. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> hey, if, Wainwright's pitch, if, if Wainwright's pitching your phone. All right, Slate, who you got? Uh, I'm going Blue Jays over the Rays. Blue Jays are going to try to make a push to really separate themselves from the um, from the Red Sox and get that uh, get that spot. I like that. Plus, they're home, beautiful city of Toronto. Gotta yeah. love it. 
Hey, beautiful pub parlay. I didn't even play our music there. That's not even the right music. That's not even the right music. <laughs> Somebody fire this producer. What was the last one, Dev? What'd you say? Uh, Blue Jays over the race. So, random question. You guys got one for us? I mean, mine's like a sports-related question because I was repping the USA basketball because it's the 30th, 30-year anniversary of the Dream Team debut. Yeah, I was going to ask who are the greatest teams of all time, but I don't we're, know. I, we're going to have a segment like based off that. We want to do that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll cue that up sometime. Okay. We'll do that. We'll do that sometime. I feel like I need a minute to think about that. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I didn't want to. That's fair. Yeah. Teaser. Just well, te yeah. Tease. teaser. It's coming because now we've kind of run out of sports besides baseball. So Yeah, exactly. No, I'm done talking about Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield for a while. So mm -hmm. um so yeah, go ahead. Circling back to that. Are we only doing is it like all star teams? Are we doing like just like a regular season? Ever. Okay. Great. Yeah. How are you defining? I think we should have we should like come up with a number like we each like list seven or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, there can only be one greatest team ever. <laughs> Isn't that how this works? You can't have seven yeah. greatest teams ever. Well, I'm uh, saying like we would list our top seven or our top ten. Uh, like we need to decide on a number, and like. Well, Tim's really already decided on his number one. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah we know it's through through the, the 03 Pistons. We know that. So. <laughs> Come on, that's all you need. <laughs> we'll have a couple of Red Wings teams thrown in there. And then... <laughs> the Astros. <laughs> the Red Wings. That's right. The Pistons. Trouble, oh, man. <laughs> you know what? I tell you what. I got one. Uh, this Saturday, shout out to my brother. We went to, uh, he came over here, visited the house in Raleigh, and we got to go see the Backstreet Boys live yeah a little nostalgia man it brought me back to being like a little eight seven year old just running around it was cool uh so it kind of got my gears thinking what is something you want to bring back from your childhood that you wish you could i'm not saying i'm bringing back boy bands i'm just saying they got the gear spark there back you know what streets back i thought about right. this the other day actually i'm sick of people saying creed and nickelback aren't good oh <laughs> i'm 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 damn sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can second that. Going? Cheers. Cheers to that. I'm here. Devin, what's the best Nickelback song? Oh, I'm as well. Nickelback. It's got to be Hero, the, the Spider Man theme for the little uh, Toby McGuire. Oh, hero, no. I like the um, this time. This place, misused mistakes. I can't remember what the title of that one is. You don't want to look at this photograph every <laughs> time it makes me laugh, dude. He's made he's made bank though. Like people oh, can yeah. rag him. People still go see him in concert. Like yeah, people rag him, but they mm. still listen to him. I'm with you, Slate. Stop the slander on Nickelback. I don't know. It was your last day. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. I want to bring back. Um, do y'all remember when Nickelodeon 
in the early 90s they had like they just had game shows after game shows so you had like obviously you had like the legend of the hidden temple mm-hmm. or like global guts where they're like battling each other but they also had like just these like slime games where i think it was like someone had like a a secret and like they had a panel the panel was always the actors and actresses from all that it was like the cast members and they'd be like the celebrities and they'd have to guess and they'd get slimed if they got it wrong i just think bring back those game shows i think that was like that was entertaining tv as double dare yeah yeah but now but now knowing that your audience is now like people like us who like are either like adulting or like having kids of their own so like just just bring it back but like make it make it for the family i feel like we'd all we'd be all in i i second that yeah i agree i will i will warn you they have all that on uh, netflix it, it doesn't hold up no <laughs> i didn't i didn't say all that i said the game shows I, like I, yes the, yeah i know i know yeah yeah you, i just want to put I that know. disclaimer yeah Oh, as I long as we that. don't bring back the Amanda Bynes show, I, I, I'm no, done with that. No, no. Yeah, that was the worst show of all time. Yeah, yeah it's pretty rough. <laughs> I'm gonna do a throwback here. Tamagotchi. Oh. Anybody? Oh yeah. The the Wii game. Is that like the Tamagotchi life? No, that's I'm thinking of Tamagotchi life. Homie, homie, <laughs> this is the little. A homie, homie, a little pixelated a little virtual pet that you had to take about. care of daily, uh, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. man he died if you didn't feed him. Mm. You know, I think with all these cool watches that are out, you would think Tamagotchi would be so like it would be cool to have your little Tamagotchi on your little watch, just making you know? an app right for yeah, your Apple. Yeah. yeah, oh, I gotta feed my little, I gotta feed Chud here. <laughs> Let's feed Chud real quick. Is, Come on! Was that your Tamagotchi's name, or did you just made that shit up? Chud, no, Chud. He's for sure my Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, that does not surprise <laughs> me. Oh bring it oh, back. I like it, Tim. I'm gonna piggyback off yours. I'm gonna bring back like N64. Just the the feeling of the the controller was just sleek, mm-hmm. and amazing, mm-hmm. greatest games. And I'm gonna bring back, and specifically, which it's already in talks to bring back, but GoldenEye. 007, mm. maybe one of the greatest shooter games ever made. Mm. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. So, a uh, honorable mention: the uh, Tangerine Altoids. Oh, <laughs> who said that was a good idea to get them away? Yeah, <laughs> pack a little punch in there, a little sourness with them, right? I mean, absolutely, fuck the top of your mouth. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, great, greatest show. On a Tuesday night, episode 109. Thanks for joining us. Uh, shout out to Kirby. Thank you for joining us, man. Go give him a follow, like, all that good stuff. Go help him survive his NIL world that we're living in. And I can't wait to get my hands on some cookies. Might even get a little Kirby Canelo jersey. I'm down for that. Stash says it all. But we'll catch you guys next week, maybe with Coach Kearns, maybe the following week. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Have a wonderful time. See ya in a bit. Go well. Hey, it felt good to have all four of us. Wow, back. I think OG yeah. the only person to good episode reference boys. to 2004 Pistons other than myself. Wow, yeah, I was about to say, hold on, Thank you got done before 8 30. Well, I don't tie it. I'm in. just gonna go out yeah. and say it Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. 
10 has seconds. I mean, <laughs> they still make <laughs> gushers, right? Oh, oh, oh yeah. It's magic. Hey, yeah. yeah. like, I'm traveling more 90s. Take a fruit roll up. So you want to talk about putting a team on your back? Luca is Larry Bird reincarnated. This man might get it done. And so there's a joke that. Tom, uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to get traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tom Brady Honestly, was like, nah, you're going to go with that motherfucker. Like, I'm, I'm coming back. Ten back. seconds. Bring back AIM. Our dude no. mentioned it. AIM. AIM. That was the best. That's basically Because like nowadays, because like you could see when your buddies would get on. Like you would just hop on. But, oh, my like Parker's on AIM. And you just like message him. And like nowadays, everyone just carries around their phone and like no one ever responds to anybody i i just feel like aim was the move i agree with that yeah, yeah i like it i like it